The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, friends. So this is the last fucking episode I thought I'd ever be making because I have the words trust no one tattooed on my hand. (laughs) And here I am giving you a full fucking podcast of how to know you can trust someone. But that's exactly what I'm going to do. So as much as I want to say trust no one and I stand by that till the day that I die. You can trust people to a certain extent. I personally have like that little boundary of like, I'm never surprised by nothing. I don't fully trust any human being, but there are signs that someone is trustworthy and that you can trust them. And that's what this podcast is going to be. I'm going to tell you all the shit that I've learned from all the shit that I've been through and all the awareness that I have. These are the little things that you can pick up on. There's going to be little things. There's going to be big things, but I'm going to teach you how to spot all of it. And after you hear this episode, all the things I'm going to tell you, you're going to get a newfound sense of trust with yourself because you're going to feel like you can trust your own judgment of people now because I got your back and I'm in your ear because you're never going to forget the shit (laughs) that you're going to hear in this episode. Like I'm about to completely fuck up the way you look at people and I'm so sorry, but like I'm going to show you ways to protect yourself. Like these are the identifiers that someone is not safe. And if after you listen to this, you realize that you don't actually trust anyone in your life and no one in your life is trustworthy. I'm sorry. Like, listen at your own risk, bitch. Because, like, this one's going to hit you. So one of my favorite type of people and the first sign that you know you can trust somebody is the type person that will tell you you have shit on your face or you have something in your fucking teeth. Like, the person that looks out for you regardless if it hurts your feelings or not. Don't let me walk around looking fucking stupid. If I have some in my teeth, goddamn tell me. Like, There's just a certain level of comfort and just like assurance and safety you feel with somebody when they're honest like that. Like you're looking out for me. You're not worried about, oh, is this going to hurt my feelings? It's like, no, your main concern is making sure that I'm okay and like you're protecting me. There's two ways people can point shit out. They can make fun of you for it or they can let you know that something's off or something's wrong or they can try and fix it or whatever it is. Like they can show it as concern of like, yo, I'm looking out for you. I'm protecting you. Or if they point it out and make fun of you, fuck them. That's not the type you can trust. If they try and embarrass you for it, anyone that tries to embarrass you, period, fuck them, don't trust them. But if someone tries to point something out about you to embarrass you, no, that's absolutely not. Don't fucking trust them. Keep your fucking distance. But someone that's going to look out for you and be like, hey, like, they, they point to their teeth or they point to something on their face to like wipe your fucking face like that's a down ass motherfucker that's someone you can trust that's someone you can be comfortable with like that's my favorite type of person and that's how i am like i always feel bad to like have to point something out but i know how good i feel when someone points it out for me it's like you're not gonna let me walk around looking stupid you're not gonna let me walk around with my hair fucked up I know I'm bald right now, but when I had hair, (laughs) like when people would like fix my hair for me 
Or like my friends, like when I wear a gold chain, like if it flips when we're at the club, because I be dancing like a motherfucker. When it flips, like they'll like readjust it for me and make sure it looks flat. Like, thank you for looking out for me, bitch. Like, thank you. Like that is number one sign you can trust somebody. Do they tell me I have shit in my teeth or I have something on my fucking face? (laughs) And there's a little bit more to that because you know you can trust their compliments when they compliment you if they'll also tell you when something looks bad. So you need someone that can do both. Okay, that was the only, like, superficial one, honestly. Like, the rest of them are kind of, like, big and serious. So, let's move on to the next one, which is safety. There's little signs you can tell someone cares about your safety. Like, the whole text me when you get home thing. The checking in on you. Making sure you're alright. Making sure you got a ride. Making sure you're watched out for. There's little things like that. That will show someone cares for your safety. But that is the main fucking thing that you should be worried about is your physical safety and well-being. Does someone care about that? Are they going to make sure you're okay? Do they show some kind of concern or consideration for your safety? There is so many little things that I do where I'm watching out for people. Like in a restaurant, I always sit facing the door. So I always know what's coming in, what's going out. You know what I mean? Like I need to know everything going on So I always face the door. When I'm with someone in a parking lot, I make sure they get in their car. And if you're getting in the car with me, I'm not fully in the car with my door closed until you're in the car with your door closed. Like, I'm making sure if someone grabs you, I can easily get to you. Does that make sense? Like, I'm never just, like, locking myself in the car. Also, I'm not letting my friends that are girls walk by themselves to their fucking car at night. When I'm dropping off a friend at home, I make sure that they get in their door and they close it. When I'm dropping a friend off at their car, I make sure they get in and it starts and they're able to drive because I'm not just going to leave you stranded in a fucking parking lot and your car don't start. Like there's just little tiny signs that you know someone is looking out for your safety and those are just a few. But that is a really, really good sign that it should be your fucking priority. Like... There are some people that aren't confrontational, and I understand that. There are certain people that are not violent. But I don't care who it is. When you care about someone, you will protect them at all fucking costs. It doesn't have to be an extreme. And just because someone is not aggressive and feisty and in your fucking face, they might be doing other things that indicate that they're concerned about your safety. So look out for them. Like the things that I said... Just see if they start doing any of that. These are like little telltale signs that you know that they care about your safety. And that's a huge thing that you know you can trust them. Okay, so my next sign you know you can trust someone is check them and watch what happens when they get mad. When someone gets mad, do their actions and their words still line up? Or is what they've said they are and what they like and what they do and what they value, does that flip all of a sudden just because they're pissed off? Do they stop respecting you when they get pissed off? Do they stop considering your safety when they get pissed off? It's like certain couples. It's like whenever they get in a fight, it's like, I'm throwing all your shit out of the house. Fuck you. Get out of my house. Get out of my life. It's like, how are you just going to show such a blatant disregard for someone's well-being and their safety and their home? You know what I mean? That's just something that does not sit right with me. Like, when you get mad, are you going to start attacking me verbally? Are you going to use shit that I told you in confidence, like things that I was vulnerable about? Are you now going to attack me with them? Like, you got to watch when people get mad. Watch if there's a flip or watch if they're still consistent. If someone is consistent, even when they're pissed off, that's a sign you can trust them. 
So with me, I'm able to be extremely angry. I can be like foaming at the fucking mouth and I still am aware of what I'm saying. I will be screaming at the top of my lungs, but I'm in control of the words coming out of my mouth. Some people aren't. So just because someone gets mad and they start screaming, it doesn't mean that they're being inconsistent. They might be scaring you by getting aggressive, but check what they're saying. Does what they say line up with what they say when they're not mad? Do their feelings for you change all of a sudden because they're mad? Do now they fucking hate you? Now they're disgusted by you? You know what I mean? You got to watch for the consistency. See if when they get angry or when they get emotional, they use it as a chance to discard you, discard the way that you feel and all of that. Because if someone gets mad and they use it as an excuse to like no longer take you into consideration, it's just about them because they're pissy. It's like, that's not a safe person to be with. So you cannot fucking trust them. I'm sorry, like you'll be at the mercy of whatever emotional state that they are in. So every time they get upset, your sense of safety is gone. And I want you to watch out for that. I want you to protect yourself from that. And it will start with little things. One more little thing around this is like, do they leave you places? Like if you're out together and you go out and they get pissed off, are they just going to leave you? Are they just going to leave you in a parking lot? Are they just going to leave you at a club? Like, if you drove together, are they just going to take the car and fucking leave you there? Do not trust the motherfucker that does that. You will only allow someone to do that to you once if you listen to my podcast, bitch. We don't let that shit happen. Wonder why I always drive separate. You will never catch me nowhere without my own fucking car. Because I'm not taking no chance with that. But if someone does do that, like if you go on a trip somewhere and they're just going to leave you somewhere and they don't care about making sure that you get home safe, that's a big sign that you can't trust them. Because even if I'm like pissed off at you, like I want to punch you in your fucking throat, I'm still going to make sure you get home okay. You know, like if we went together, I'm going to make sure you get home. Your safety will never be at risk, even if I'm mad at you. So that's one way that you can know you can trust someone. And another way you can test, like if you've just met someone and you want to know how they react when they're angry, like maybe they haven't gotten angry with you yet. Look at how they treat other people they're angry with. Watch that interaction. Listen to how they talk about people from their past that have done them wrong. Are they vengeful? Are they fucking hateful? Are they spiteful? Because they'll do the exact same shit to you. And trust me, I've learned from fucking experience with that. Like, I'm like, oh, it will never be me. It will never be me. Yes, the motherfuck, it will. People do not deserve for you to be hopeful about them. You're going to look at their fucking actions. You're going to look at their fucking patterns. You don't give people hope. You give them what they show you. So if they show you that they're unsafe and they have patterns of disregarding people when they get mad or when they get upset or when they're mad at somebody, like they start fucking with them and they get spiteful, you don't give them the hope and the benefit of the doubt that they'll treat you different. They're going to treat you how they're showing you. So I want you to remind yourself of that. You're not special. You're not different. It's not about you. It's about them and them not being able to control their emotions and their reactions when they're emotional. So it's not about you, babe. I don't care if you're the fucking best thing they ever met. They'll fuck it up if they don't know how to get a grip on their emotions and when they're upset. I'm sorry to say that, but I got to tell you the way it is because I've been burnt so many times from giving people the benefit of the doubt and just hoping that they cared about me. But someone can care about you and still hurt you. So 
a, a big thing you can use from this podcast is I'm, I know I'm saying signs you can trust someone, but look for signs that you're safe with someone. That's a good thing too, because most of these are that. Okay, so the next way you know you can trust someone, if they don't let things prevent them from helping you. So they're not going to let something get in the way of being there for you or helping you. And I have an example from my own personal life with this one. So one night, I'm at a bar, bitch, and y'all about to, like trigger warning, gag warning, throw up warning, all right? I love watching people throw up, but I don't want that fucking shit near me. I don't want it on me. There's just, that's a weird fetish of mine. I like to watch people cry, and I like to watch people throw up. Like, I don't want it near me. I don't want to smell it. Like, I just want to like, it's just satisfying to watch it, you know? But I'm at a bar one night with a couple of friends, and we're like outside of the little like area, and I'm having a fucking cigarette, and I'm hanging out, and we're all just like chilling. And apparently this dude gets sick and like he's about to throw up. So he takes off running and he like runs through me and my friends. And as he's running through, I like do I wasn't aware of like what the fuck was going on. Like I was like talking to somebody mid conversation and I pointed over at something on the other side of the club. And as I put my arm out and pointed, he starts throwing up as he's running by and it fucking like goes straight on my arm. Like, full arm covered in fucking some random dude's vomit. And he wasn't even cute. (gasps) That's the fucking worst. Like, you're going to be ugly and you're going to throw up on me? Please. Oh, my God. But I'm a nurse. So, I'm used to very, very nasty-ass shit. And I don't get grossed out by things. I kick into fucking, like, fix-it mode. And I, like, I dissociate from the situation and I control it. But I'm just standing there for a second. Like, taking in what the fuck just happened. I'm like, this dude really just fucking threw up on me. And everyone around me is like, oh, oh my fucking God. Like, girls are gagging. Guys are like, what the fuck? Like, everybody's shocked. And, like, all the people I was friends with were just kind of, like, looking around like, ew. So I take my drink, my fresh drink I just got from the fucking bar. And I pour it on the top of my arm and, like, just let it run down. And I, like, got everything off of me. And I was just like fuck like one i just lost my whole fucking drink i just got it and it was good <laughs> and then two that's gross as fuck i just got thrown up on him by an ugly guy <laughs> but that was fucking nasty and then all of a sudden my friend amra comes running up to me with napkins and starts like wiping off my arm like she didn't care that I just got thrown up on. She was there to help me and was the only one that like came to help me, made sure I was okay, one, but two, like helped me clean it. Like everybody else was standing around like, ew, ew. And like Emra, as soon as she saw it happen, took off to the bar, grabbed the fuck ton of napkins and came running back over to me. And like, she was the only one that was there for me. And in that moment, I felt so cared about Because, like, she showed me she had my back no matter what. And, yeah, it was fucking nasty that it was throw up on my arm. But I'm the same way. If I see you're dealing with something, if I care about you, you're not dealing with it alone. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care how nasty it is. If you're thrown up on, I'm going to be right there with you getting it the fuck off of you, just like how Amra was for me. She didn't let anything stop her from being there for me. She was right there with me cleaning it off. Like, everybody else let the throw up stop them. They were like, ew, it's gross. She dove in and didn't give a fuck and was, like, helping me. She saw I needed something. And, like, she prioritized me making sure I was okay and cleaned it. Like, 
she was fucking there for me. And that's what I mean by do people let things get in the way of them being there for you? So like with the throw up, like she didn't fucking, she didn't budge. She didn't think twice. Like, yeah, it's fucking gross. But like I was more important to her and she cared more about making sure I was okay than being focused on how gross it was. Does that make sense? But it's deeper than just the throw up. It's like in that situation, everyone around us was so fucking grossed out that she didn't care if people looked at her like she was fucking nasty because she was coming to clean it off me. Like people were looking at me like, ew, because I was like, I got thrown up on. But like, I did like, I just look at them like you're fucking immature. Like, shut the fuck up. Like you're, you're a titty baby ass bitch. If you can't handle a little throw up. But anyway. They didn't have the background that I have, which is nursing. Like, I've been shit on. I've been thrown up on. Like, nursing, you see the worst of the worst, especially in nursing school. But, yeah, my whole point was, like, she didn't care how people were looking at her. Her priority was being there for me. And that's something else that someone could let prevent them being there for you. Like, if if someone is worried about how they're going to be perceived, if they're worried about other people, it's like, if they show that your safety, your well-being... You making sure you're taken care of, you're okay, you're not upset. If they show you they make that their priority and they care about that, that's a solid fucking person and you know you can trust them. Okay, so my next pointer for knowing you can trust someone is do they exhibit a deeper understanding of things? Like, do they seem like they just get it? Do they seem like they understand shit at more than just a surface level? Like, do they, are they situationally aware? Like, do they understand that there's more to things, that there's more perspectives, there's more possibilities, solutions, explanations? Like, you can tell when someone's with it or when they're fucking not. Like, it's like they're switched on. Are they switched on or are they not? Because it's a very clear distinction of do people get it or do they not get it? And one way you can tell if someone is switched on is seeing how they treat other human beings. Are they in touch with the fact that other human beings have feelings? Like if you look at how people treat wait staff or any customer service personnel, it's like they're a human being, okay? They're not some fucking slave. They're not someone that owes you shit, all right? Like, I don't like people that have big fucking egos when it comes to, like, thinking they are somebody when it comes to customer service. You ain't fucking shit, all right? Be fucking polite or get the fuck out. Like, literally, do not do not be mean to people. That shit pisses me off, and I'm not even going to go there. But you can see, are people cut off from the fact that other people are human? It doesn't matter what position they're in. Do they only respect CEOs and people with fucking titles? Or do they respect the janitor too? Are they fucking nice to the janitor? Do they speak to the janitor? Do they hold the door for the janitor? Do they say hi? Do they smile? Are you aware that every single human being has feelings, not just the ones that you respect? That's how you can fucking clock if someone's a piece of shit, one. Or two, if they're switched on. Because motherfuckers that are not switched on, I want to smack upside the fucking head. And I've gotten into a lot of, like, altercations with people for being so fucking, like, unaware that people are human goddamn beings. Like, Jesus Christ, I don't understand how we're still so in the dark age with that. Like, these people that are in establishments, like, screaming and showing their ass, like, over their coffee that got made wrong. Shut the fuck up. You need to be hit. You need to be fucking sat the fuck down, bitch. One, you need a reality check of what the fuck's really important in life. Your little coffee, you can wait, bitch. But two, like, where do you think you're going to be so disrespectful to somebody just because they made a mistake and they did something wrong? Like, I understand some people need to be like, 
checked and you got to show a little tough love but for you to just berate somebody because they made a mistake realize they're a human being understand like even if you're in a coffee shop understand baristas if you go to a starbucks they're constantly fucking moving go 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 they have so much shit they're doing it's easy to make a little mistake they're overwhelmed there's a lot going on like you got to cut them a little slack shit happens they're humans they're not machines That's a really, really big thing that I look for. I just unpacked a lot of little points in that one, but you get my point. Just check, are they switched on to the fact that other people are human and that everyone has feelings regardless of their position, regardless of everything. Like even the homeless people you see on the side of the road, they still feel all the exact same emotions that you feel. So if they seem disconnected, there's a good word, switched off, switched on, disconnected, connected, whatever you want to word it as, just look for that. Because if someone is switched on and they understand people have emotions, they understand you do too. Okay. So your chances of them hurting you and fucking you over and treating you like shit are lower. So that's a sign you can trust somebody. Okay. So my next thing to look for, you got to check, do they fold under pressure? And what I mean by do they fold under pressure is can they be convinced against their self and their beliefs and their values? Can they be forced out of their character? Because a lot of people will switch the fuck up for money. One, that's like the most common one. Two, societal pressure, fear of rejection, fear of not being liked. Like people want to be liked and accepted. So they flip the script and they'll flip who they are basically. It's like they want to appeal to who's in the room and they want to appeal to what like makes a situation best for them there's no consistency in their character there's no consistency in their beliefs and like you know what i mean that they don't have a solid sense of self like they can be put under pressure and fold like a fucking napkin that's someone that you can't trust that's a big big red flag is if someone is not able to stand up in a room and stand solid in what they believe and what they stand for like do they give in to temptation Will they be able to be swayed easily? You know what I mean? Like you got to have someone that can put their fucking foot down and say no and then have that be consistent. Or like a big example of this is discriminatory things people say. Like there's certain times where people just say discriminatory shit or like certain words that you shouldn't say by society's standards. Like, oh, that word's off limits. I get it. But judge the context of what they're saying it. Like with the word faggot. I don't give a fuck if people throw around the word faggot. Like if you throw around the word, I think it's a funny ass word. Throw around faggot. I don't care. But as soon as you flip into being disrespectful with that word, I'm smacking the fuck out of you. I'm not putting up with that shit. You need someone that's not scared to speak up, especially with like racist shit. Like if someone says a certain term and it's not like harmful, I get like not needing to make it like a big deal, but If someone's saying something in a derogatory way, check them. Stand the fuck up and speak up. You need someone that will speak up regardless. That's how you know you can trust someone is whose values stay in line no matter who they're around. You know, because you know how sometimes it's like, oh, I just don't want to cause any trouble. And it's like, nah, because if it actually bothered you, you'd speak the fuck up. It would not feel good to shut up. Does that make sense? So someone that's consistent with their beliefs and what they stand for, you got to watch out for that. That means they're trustworthy. If they be flip-flopping and folding like a napkin, they're not trustworthy. Okay, this is just a little quick one, but people that are worried about looking broke, that is a type of person I don't fucking get. Like, it's so common now that everyone tries to not look poor, to not look broke. It's like, 
The people that are actually concerned about not looking broke are broke people. Rich people don't care if someone thinks that they're broke because they know that they're not. So anyone that's like always having to do the bougie shit and can't do nothing ratchet, it's like they're the brokest fucking ones. The ones that are always like, I only do the best. Like, I only do a filet mignon. It's like, bitch, if you go to a restaurant with somebody and they order a filet and they say filet mignon, they're broke. Only broke people say the full fucking name. It's a filet, bitch. It's it's clear that you don't eat them often. <laughs> okay, now I'm just talking shit. Now I'm just talking shit. But I really do mean it about the filet. Like, do not ever say mignon in front of me. Mignon, mignon, mignon. Don't say that in front of me, bitch. It's a filet. It's a filet, period, done. Shut up after that. But yeah, my whole point with that is like, people that can go back and forth with the shit that they do. So like, someone that's down to do bum shit... And someone that's down to do bougie shit. Like, but not someone that always has to do bougie shit. Like, someone that is so scared to look, like, broke. I don't trust you. Because what are you willing to do to not look broke? Are you willing to sacrifice me? Are you willing to embarrass me, put me down, put me in a weird situation just so you don't look broke? That's not safe. Because you don't know if they're willing to put you down to look better in front of others. That's someone that cares too much about other people's judgment of them. And I don't fuck with nobody like that. Like, I understand why they are the way that they are, but I don't want you near me. That's unsafe to be around because it's going to be at my expense that you don't look broke. It's going to come to that eventually. And I don't like to have to be around people like that. Like, I'm someone that like, girl, my fucking couch is from Goodwill. It was $200. You know what else was $200? My fucking Versace ashtray. I'm very picky about where I'll spend my money. I'm not broke. I'm not rich. But I don't care about looking rich. Like, I don't care if people look at me like, oh my God, he's broke. Because I know I'm fucking not, you know? But that's how you know somebody's broke, is if they're so worried about looking broke. Like, I'm able to do the bougie shit and the ratchet shit. Like, I can do both, and I need that in all of my friendships. Like, you need someone that's like that, and that doesn't care about how they're being perceived, you know? So if they're down to pregame with you in the car before you go into the club... Or if they're down to save money in certain spots or down to go to thrift stores or down to do just anything. Like, if they're smart around money and they don't give a fuck about looking broke, they're trustworthy. <laughs> okay, so my next one. Do, do they own the shit that they say? So I've talked about this before on my podcast, but it is such a big one. Like, if I say something, I'm going to own it. That's why I'm so bold with the shit that I say. Like, anything I say that's very, like, stern or harsh, I've thought it through. And I know I'm right. And it's a solid point. And there's no negating it. There's no fucking fight in it. There's not a rebuttal. Like, if you look at my TikToks with, like, where I, like, cuss people the fuck out, there's no rebuttal, bitch. Your case is closed. Like, drop that hammer. Dung, dung, law and order face ass. Like, it's done. And I'm so bold with what I say because I know it's the truth and I'll stand behind it. Like I'm not the type to backtrack. It's like if I say something and I need to clear up something I said, I will. But I'm so strategic when I speak, I don't have to take shit back and I'm fully fine standing behind something I said. So like if I say something about somebody, that's the thing is I don't talk shit about people. If I say something about you and it sounded like I was talking shit, that's a wake up call that I'm not talking shit. I just said something I observed about you, and you don't like how it sounds. So that call is coming from inside the house, babe. You need to fucking reflect on that. I'm not talking shit. What you're doing is just shitty. (laughs) But that's a big thing. Like, 
If someone says something about someone or says something about a situation or voices an opinion, do you stand behind it or do you backtrack? If someone backtracks, don't trust them. I don't give a fuck. Unless it's about your safety. Because, like, if I... Like, I'll talk all this shit on cops. Like, fuck cops. Fuck the system. But whenever I get pulled over or whenever I'm interacting with a cop, I'm a manipulative little fucking shit. I always start out nice. I always start out, like... I honestly don't fucking... I don't engage with them. I don't talk to them. I size them up. And I look at them and I watch their mannerisms because I just need to know. You know what I mean? But if they interact with me, I'm like... I don't overextend myself. I'm fucking keeping my distance. But if I get pulled over or something, it's like I'm very manipulative. And if I have to be nice to be manipulative, here I go. But that's because my ass is on the line. And that's a situation where like my safety is involved. Because if you piss off the wrong cop, these corrupt little motherfuckers will fuck with your life and arrest you for blinking too many times. Like they'll find some stupid ass example. Oh, you got a, you're a little, you look a little cockeyed. You must be drunk. No, bitch, I just got a lazy eye. You're arrested. Boom. Like if you piss off the wrong one, you're fucked. So I understand you got to like navigate certain situations. So like that, like if your physical safety is at risk i get it but i'm talking shit that's not like that like people that just be talking shit and don't stand behind it i don't fuck with that okay so we got two more my next one is look for does someone need to justify what they do like do they always need to feel the reason to explain what someone did to them that justified them doing something back you know It's like if someone asked me, Leo, did you just call that woman a fucking cunt? Yep, I sure did. I don't feel the need to explain further. Well, she said this to me first or she did this first. I'm I'm fine just sitting here and owning up to what I did. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not afraid to look like a bad guy because I know I'm not a bad guy. So when people constantly feel the need to explain, it's because they're scared of looking like a bad guy because they feel like one. If I do some fucked up shit, you best know the motherfucker deserved it. That I don't care if I look like a bad guy. So just look out for that. If there's any allegation made against a person and they all of a sudden like they feel the need to quickly defend themselves and they're eager to do it and they're like antsy to defend themselves constantly, like they can't take the pressure of possibly looking like a bad person, that's the red flag. So someone that can stand in what they did and not be like ruined by the fact that you think they're a bad person that's a good sign okay so moving on to my last thing this is the most important one and it's going to be short and sweet and like to the goddamn point when you say you're uncomfortable what do they do do they all of a sudden make a change do they change something do they care that you're uncomfortable and try to make you more comfortable or do they ignore it do they try to tell you you're annoying do they try to discard it do they try to invalidate it do they try to make you seem like you're being dramatic what is their response to hearing that you are experiencing something uncomfortable and you know the answer for fucking that okay So I want to leave the podcast off on that one. I feel like I've prepared you. I feel like I'm sending my kids off to school and I'm like, I've just taught you everything you need to know before you go to the school of life. Good luck. Love you so much. Be safe. (laughs) That's how I feel right now. I feel like a proud parent. But if you've made it this far in the podcast, will you leave me a five star rating? Because if you made it this far, I taught you something. God damn it. So give me the five stars. Thank you. But if you are listening to this, share it to your Instagram story. If you have Instagram, fucking share this shit. I'll repost you on my story too. Let's be friends. 
If you do want to follow me, all of my social media will be linked in this podcast. You can go follow all my TikToks, my Instagram, all the good stuff. Also, if you're interested in a one-on-one call with me, I do coaching calls so we can talk on Zoom about whatever you're going through and I will get you through it and I will offer you any insight that I have. And I promise you will not be the same at the end of the call because none of my clients have been. (laughs) I will leave the link for the application for that if you want to apply to be a client. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel a newfound sense of like security with yourself and like, okay, now I can trust myself because I know how to know if I can trust someone else. Does that make sense? Like you can now trust your judgment if someone is trustworthy. So I hope I've supplied you and equipped you with what you need to know. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me and I can post a story if I need to elaborate more if people keep asking the same thing. But thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Take care of yourself. And even though I just told you how to trust someone, it's tattooed on my hand for a reason. So I'm going to remind you of it. Trust no one. I will talk to you next Sunday.